Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sentinel Report. I am your guest host, Andrew Muller. I serve as Chief of Operations for Alex Newman's Liberty Sentinel, sitting in uh, for Alex as he is traveling throughout the great state of Colorado on a speaking tour right now. Um, so he sends his best, but we have a great show nonetheless for you today. Um, uh, we want to start the show with a word from the word, as we always do today, coming out of Matthew 6, 24. Uh, no one can serve two masters, for he will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. Uh, so I, I chose that because I was reading the Sermon on the Mount last night, um, and I was thinking about this and how uh, for those of us who are called into the ecclesia, the church of Jesus Christ, uh, we cannot be obsessed with the materialism of this world. Otherwise, we will not be able to fully serve our Lord Jesus. Uh, the Bible says that you are very plainly either with Jesus or against him. So if you are with him, the love of this world and the things of it will pass away. Uh, and I'm reminded of the scripture, uh, what good is, does it uh, for a man to gain the whole world, but in that to lose his soul? So is there something in this world that you are clinging to uh, that you need to let go of that will better help you serve in the ministry of our Lord and Jesus Christ. So a challenge to me and a challenge uh, to all of you listening. I want to start off with an ad first. Um, this is coming from our friends at Patriot Mobile. Um, and if you haven't noticed, folks, woke corporations, they really are waging a war on our families, our churches, and our values. I don't watch football. I don't watch sports. But if you happen to watch the Super Bowl, I was able to catch in the news some of the ads from that. Um, there's horrible liberal companies uh, that really want to corrupt the moral soul and moral standing uh, of America. So we need to, as patriots, try to give our money to alternatives. Um, so when it comes to your phone, and you know, I unfortunately have to have a smartphone that probably tracks me and uh, takes all my data and steals it and sells it to the uh, Chinese Communist Party, but um, there are alternatives. And luckily, when it comes to your cellular phone, Patriot Mobile can offer a great alternative um, so they give a part of their proceeds and their funds to uh, great organizations that support the Second Amendment, freedom of speech, uh, the right to bear arms, the sanctity of life, and our needs of our veterans and foreign responders. So if you go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Newman, that's patriotmobile.com forward slash Newman, uh, N-E-W-M-A-N, and use promo code Newman, uh, you will receive not only free activation on your new phone plan, but great service from men and women who share your values and share your convictions. So please head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash Newman, uh, support them and support us um, in this great uh, battle that we have in our culture. Um, so do we have our, our guest on? I'm gonna ask the producers, I haven't gotten the word yet, but do we have our guest with us today? Yes, sir, we do. Okay, very good. So we got a great guest today, Bill Federer. Bill Federer is a historian. Uh, he's a great man of God. He's a great uh, person. I actually was able to get to know Mr. Federer a little bit during my time uh, in, uh, at an organization based out of St. Louis, where I was born and raised, called the Pillar Foundation. And Mr. Federer came and gave presentations to a student group called the St. Louis Teen Eagles that I was so fortunate to be a part of. Uh, Bill Federer, if you're not familiar with his work, he's a historian. Um, and, and really, he puts all other historians to shame because he's a walking encyclopedia. Not all historians are like that. Uh, but Bill Federer is this type of a historian. Uh, he's a nationally known speaker. He's a best-selling author. I've got a lot of his books. I, I actually am holding this one up. It was on my desk. What every American needs to know about the Quran. I read this thing uh, and did some projects on it in high school. You'll see it's all tabbed up here. 
And then he also has another great book, which I've utilized in my research and studies quite often, uh, which is America's um, God and Country. This is an encyclopedia of quotes from our founding fathers. Those are just two of his many, many works. Uh, but he has an American Minute mailer that you all need to sign up for. I get it every day. Uh, it's a little bit of history in your inbox, and these are terrific. We uh, happen to post uh, quite a few of them over at LibertySentinel.org. We have one up on Valentine's Day right now, uh, the true history of Valentine's Day. But Bill Federer is a great American. He's ran for Congress. He's appeared on C-SPAN, Fox, Hannity, Bill O'Reilly, Kirk Cameron, uh, MSNBC, CBN, TBN, uh, Charlie Kirk, all the great shows. And now the Sentinel Report, which he's been on, I believe, before. Uh, but he's been referenced in tons of publications. Like I said, he's authored tons of books. Here are some other ones that he's published. Socialism, The Real History from Plato to the Present, The Faith of FDR, Interesting History of Income Tax, The Original 13, A Documentary History of Religion in the America's First 13 States, The Ten Commandments and Their Influence on American Law. I could go on and on and on and on and on. Uh, he's a great man of God. He's a great patriot. And he joins us today. Mr. Federer, thank you for stepping into the Sentinel Report. How are you, sir? Oh, Andrew, great to be with you. Oh, great to have you. So I, I want to pick your brain on a couple of things, because like I alluded to folks, you are just a great wealth of knowledge. You know history. But in addition to that, more importantly, you understand the times in which we live from a biblical worldview. And that's something Alex Newman talks a lot about. Uh, on the Sentinel report here. So I've got to ask you, you know, we're heading into the 2024 election season. Donald Trump, of course, is going to be the GOP nominee unless he's either, you know, imprisoned or, or killed. And who knows, maybe even then people would still elect him. Uh, but we see this lawfare that's going against him and his campaign. We have Colorado, Maine, they kicked him off the ballot. Some of them rescinded that. It's going to the Supreme Court. Uh, it seems like the Supreme Court's going to make a ruling on this as soon as March 5th. What is your take um, from a biblical worldview and then also from just the history of the world um, when it comes to this lawfare against a presidential candidate? Right. So great question. Um, the most common form of government in world history is kings. And a king is basically a glorified gang leader. And the typical way it works is when a king seizes power, he wants to eliminate any challengers. And if you remember in the Bible, you have um, uh, Athaliah, this wicked queen. And when she seizes power, she kills all the other relatives who had a claim to the throne. And they take a little Joash and hide him out, right? But she's killing them all. And, and, and so that's the norm, is once somebody seizes power, they want to kill and destroy and uh, make sure nobody can challenge their power. Uh, you have uh, Erdogan in Turkey, and he, uh, the way Turkey was set up is the military was supposed to make sure that the government never got fundamental Muslim again. And so Erdogan was seizing power, and the military was thinking um, that, hey, he's getting too powerful. And so Erdogan stages a coup against himself, gets in an airplane, flies in a circle, and he claims that they were wanting to get rid of him. And so then he lands, and he pulls out a list of all of his political opponents and have them had him arrested and zip tied and taken away. Um, but you see that lawfare is just one of the tools in this arsenal that you want to use law and, and it's false accusations. I remember when Harry Reid was uh, in the, 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 the legislature and 
uh, Mitt Romney was running for president and Harry Reid lied. He said, Mitt Romney did not pay his taxes. And after the election, Time Magazine was doing an interview with Mitt Romney. And they said, we, we fact-checked it. Mitt Romney did pay his taxes. And uh, Harry Reid's response was, yeah, but he's not president, is he? In other words, it's okay to lie. There's no God. There's no right and wrong. And if, if you can do a political tactic of, of lying against somebody, well, it's not just lying. Now it's lying and then giving that information to federal agencies so they can go after your opponent. And so it's something called projection. Uh, Sigmund Freud coined the term. And it's where rude people call people they don't like rude. The little kids do it. It's the narcissistic response when a person is caught in a crime is they blame the person that caught them of the same crime. So Potiphar's wife was lusting after Joseph and she accused Joseph of lusting after her when she was caught. And so they do the criminal stuff, but they blame you for it. So Hillary Clinton went secretary of state and she was arranging uh, the sale of a fifth of the U.S. uranium to Russia. At the same time, she had some suspicious $145 million contributed to her Clinton Foundation. And uh, so what does she do when it, the word starts coming out that she is colluding with Russia? She pays for a steel dossier to accuse her opponent of colluding with Russia. And he has to go through all the impeachment trials. And when it finally gets pointed back at her, by that time, the water's muddied. The public doesn't know who to trust. And she gets a pass. And then there's another candidate that's extorting Ukraine on C-SPAN saying, I told him, unless you stop investigating my son, I'm going to hold back billions of dollars. What is it they do? They accuse his opponent of extorting Ukraine. They knew that Biden had classified documents in his garage. And if it came out, it would be bad press. And so they staged a very visible raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago of records. They knew were there, but they just wanted the headlines because they wanted to accuse him of what they're doing. And if it ever gets pointed back at, at, at Biden, by that time, the, the public's already made their mind and he gets a pass. And so this tactic is they accuse Christians of what they're doing. And so they have a term called Christian nationalism. It used to be called Christian patriotism, but they want to use a negative term, Christian nationalism. Why? Because they're setting up a woke nationalism. They're setting up a form of government where they're wanting to take away freedoms and take away rights. But to do that, um, they want to blame their opponents of what they're guilty of. So it's a, it's a political strategy um, that they're doing. And, uh, but when you call it out, then it loses its power over you. So, so when they say, well, you are, your Christians are intolerant. It's like, no, we're the ones that came up with the idea. It wasn't Muslims that founded America trying to figure out how to tolerate non-Muslims. It wasn't atheists founding America trying to figure out how to tolerate non-atheists. It was Christians that didn't get along and they learned how to tolerate each other. And then the ripples went out. They tolerated first Protestants and Catholics and Jews and monotheists and Paul. They finally tolerated the, the atheists and the Islamists and the Satanists. And now the last ones in want to kick the first ones out. Mm, wow. Brilliant, brilliant uh, perspective on that, Mr. Federer. I want to ask you about uh, nationalism because you, you mentioned it and it, uh, people talk about globalism a lot. And we on this program talk about globalism and the evils of globalism, how that's contrary uh, to the biblical worldview. Um, what, what is nationalism? Could you define that for the viewers really quickly? What, what is nationalism in its pure, uh, you know, undefiled definition? Well, the first is it's the opposite of globalism. So there are people that want a one world government. 
goes all the way back to Nimrod Tower of Babel. That was the first attempt at a one world government. And God comes down, confuses the languages and the people scatter into language groups that turn into nations. Nations were God's invention to postpone a one world government. But every generation, you have people wanting to conquer other nations. You know, Nimrods and Pharaohs and Attila the Hun and Genghis Khan and Julius Caesar and Napoleon. And, um, and so people that want to preserve their nations are hated by the ones that want to have a one world government. Uh, so nationalism is the opposite of globalism. Second is nationalism depends on what nation you're in. If you're in an Islamist nation, nationalism is bad because there's no individual rights. If you're in a communist nation, North Korea, nationalism is bad because there's no rights. Uh, if you're in a socialist country like the USSR, Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, nationalism is bad because there's no rights. In America, we are a nation guaranteeing to individuals their God-given rights and that you have the right to freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of conscience, freedom of the press, freedom, uh, right to possess and bear arms. So we are a nation that is empowering the individual. It's government from the consent of the governed. It's a bottom-up form of government, whereas all the rest of the world mostly has top-down governments. And so our nation is one that you get to be in charge of your life. The word citizen is Greek. It means co-king, co-ruler, co-sovereign. So we are a nation that guarantees to individuals that they have God-given rights the government cannot take away, and it's government from the consent of the government. So nationalism is bad in other countries, but in our country, wanting to preserve a nation where the people are in charge, that is good. And then thirdly, nationalism, Christian nationalism used to be called Christian patriotism, and every president, Democrat, and Republican encouraged it. Lincoln's inaugural address, he says, intelligence, patriotism, and Christianity he mentions patriotism and Christianity right next to each other. Uh, and so you have FDR passing out Gideon's New Testaments and Book of Psalms during World War II. In 1965, 93% of Americans identified themselves as Christian. 93%, 69% Protestant, 24% Catholic, and then 3% of the country was Jewish. So it was a Judeo-Christian nation. So we were a Bible-believing nation and so it was okay to be a Christian and wanting to protect our nation, specifically against the communists and other totalitarian governments. But they want to change it and call it Christian uh, nationalism. Why? Because nationalism has all this baggage of being something uh, that's negative. And so, uh, so instead of uh, we need to correct him and say, if you want to call me anything, call me a Christian patriot. And uh, every president, Democrat, and Republican encouraged it. You know, Rob Reiner, a Hollywood movie producer, famous for being the character Meathead in Archie Bunker's uh, uh, television program years ago. Uh, he is coming out with a movie uh, in February 2024 uh, called God and Country. And he is warning of the dangers of Christian nationalism. And even one of the people he features in the trailer, they they, they interviewed him and he, he didn't even know what a Christian nationalist was. I mean, it is a total fabrication movie and an interesting article by The Telegraph. And this was um, December 12, 2023. And it highlights the... Uh, disingenuineness of this movie. So the article says the outspoken Democrat, Rob Reiner, announced that 
God and Country documentary about the left's boogeyman du jour will be hitting theaters. Reiner's examples of Christian nationalism are so broad that even the late Queen Elizabeth had a brush with it and Billy Graham. So here this guy's wanting to call Queen Elizabeth and Billy Graham Christian nationalists. Oh, we got to be afraid of them. He goes on. The inescapable conclusion is that the average Christian beliefs and average Christian engagement in the public sphere is exactly what Reiner and his abettos hope to target. They want to shame the followers of Jesus from taking part in the very same political activities that their secular counterparts do. So they want to be able to get out there and do all their stuff. But if Christians do it, well, then suddenly it's bad. And so this is nothing more than a political trick. It's usually called uh, an October surprise. They want to release something right before the election to demobilize your opponents. Usually they would have some popular candidate and he's being polled really high. And then shortly before the election, they would release something from the, the candidate's distant past that they did something immoral. And it, and it causes their supporters to lose heart and not get involved in campaign form. And so this Rob Reiner movie wanting to call average Christian engagement, Christian nationalism, that this is an attack to demoralize and uh, paralyze average Christians from wanting to get involved yet they want the freedom to push their view. So what they're doing is they're instituting a woke nationalism. Wow. Yeah, I really like that phrase, woke nationalism, because that's exactly what it is. And, and Christians get, you know, bought into this lie that, hey, there's a separation of church and state. So therefore, hey, Christians, you can't do anything in the public sphere because that's forcing your religion on people. But what Christians fail to recognize is that the separation of church and state institutes a new religion, and that is secularism into the uh, civic sphere. And that's exactly what has happened, kicking us out, uh, Christians, out of government, which um, last time I checked, we built this nation and built it as a constitutional republic built on God's moral law uh, with self-government, such an important phrase, individual self-government. Um, and, and Christians have just totally been hoodwinked, uh, mainly because of the corruption in our academic spheres, uh, where we've got kids going to public schools and the colleges, which have really indoctrinated our kids. And Alex got a new book out on this that just released last month, Indoctrinating Our Children to Death, the Government Schools' is War on Faith, Family, and Freedom, and How to Stop It. And he gets into the history. Uh, and you you endorsed this book, Mr. Federer, and we appreciate you doing that. It was such a kind endorsement. Um, and in Alex's book, goes through the history, all the way back to John Dewey and the Horace Mann and these characters who really were uh, religious men, but they were religious humanists. They were religious uh, atheists or secularists, and they definitely want uh, their their church mixed with the state. But Christians, hey, you, you better stick your nose out of it. I got a couple more questions for you, uh, but I'm going to ask you them on the other side of the break. So we will be right back with Mr. Bill Federer after these commercial messages. To celebrate the new year, we're having the biggest sale ever on overstock clearance and brand new products. For example, save 60% on our Goose Down comforters, the best comforters ever. They go perfectly with our MyPillow bed sheets and duvet covers. Save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels. They're made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Our initial quantities are extremely low, so get them now before they go. 
Our seasonal flannel sheets are finally in. You save up to 50% and they sell out fast every year, so order now. They're truly the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. Or save up to 80% on all our clearance items. And this is where it gets even better. For a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Are you concerned about the economy? Are you concerned about the education system that is pouring radical, immoral, and unsafe ideas into your children's minds? Are you concerned about the rapidly declining moral condition of our nation and fear that your children won't enjoy the standard of living, the safety, and the peace that you and your parents have experienced? Hosea 4.6 says, My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. But Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. That's why Greater Than I Ministries is offering a special biblical worldview teaching combo that includes the Thinking Like a Christian video series, along with our new You Are What You Think textbook series, designed to equip couples, church groups, and homeschool families to apply the Bible everywhere. You can get this life-changing series now by going to gtimin.com and clicking the green banner at the top. That's gtimin.com and click the green banner at the top. You'll be blessed. We are here to defend democracy for the people. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Sentinel Report. I'm your guest host, Andrew Muller, sitting in for Alex Newman. Uh, we are so glad you're here on the Sentinel Report. Uh, we've been talking with Bill Federer, who's a great historian, man of God, um, and great brother in Christ. Mr. Federer, I recognized I, I got my names mixed up when we were talking about Alex's book. I said you endorsed it. I was thinking about uh, our mutual friend, John Eidsmo. He endorsed the book, uh, and somehow I got you guys crossed in my mind, so I wanted to clarify that. Uh, I was thinking of the great well, John Eisenhower, attorney. What's that? Yeah, I think I endorsed. I, I, I think I sent an endorsement for the book as well. So it might be in there oh, okay. somewhere. I don't know. Okay. Well, very good. Well, I'm glad to know that. There were so many endorsements. It was endorsed by uh, General Michael Flynn, Pete Hegseth, Alex Jones. Uh, tons of great Americans uh, endorsed this book. I encourage everyone to go to uh, libertysentinel.org forward slash save children. Uh, but man, guys. Uh, this is such an important issue, the education, indoctrination of children. Really appreciate it if you guys would go check out that book. Mr. Federer, you have about three minutes here left. I wanted to uh, ask you, you know, we talked about what's going on with nationalism. We talked about, uh, you know, globalism, all these different terms that are being thrown out, so many misconceptions, um, and then this lawfare against President Trump. So what should Christians do? Uh, you know, maybe people are watching this, they're a member of a church, their church doesn't talk about politics, their church doesn't get into these hot subjects. Uh, what should they do as believers? Uh, of course, you know, they should vote, they should pray, uh, but what are some action items they can do to maybe get their church involved? You started off with a scripture that is very important, that you cannot serve two masters, God and mammon, and mammon is the love of money. And so in the 1700s, you had the pietists. It was a German Lutheran movement 
that emphasized having a personal experience with Jesus, which is good. But then they went on to say that you will be holy once you have an experience with Jesus and you won't be involved in worldly things like bars and brothels and loot theater and government. And so they just categorized government as part of this world system of mammon. And they said, well, now you're not going to be involved in it. And there were even German princes like George Soros today donating money to woke churches to teach their people not to get involved. And four centuries, and that turned into a German concept of the two kingdoms, the kingdom of the church and the kingdom of the government. So they switched mammon to government. It was very subtle, but a very important thing that they did uh, in a negative fashion. And so they had the two kingdoms, kingdom of the church, kingdom of the government, and the two don't touch. And four centuries of that teaching in Germany allowed Hitler to put Jews on train cars. And they're going right past the church crying for help. And the church's response was, well, that's the government doing that. And we're the church and we can't get involved in government stuff because that's their circle and it's not our circle. So let's just sing praise songs to Jesus louder. Can anyone see there's something wrong with that picture? And so it's important to understand that Jesus said God and mammon, and mammon's the love of money. The love of money's the root of all evil. You unfortunately have people in the church that every now and then there'll be some scandal because somebody's loving money. Uh, the love of money is not the same as government. So when America was founded, you had Calvinist Puritans coming up with a way to have a government without a king. And they look back to ancient Israel, that first 400 years out of Egypt. And so uh, that's my encouragement to Christians today. Look back to the ancient Israel, the first 400 years out of Egypt as the model. Everybody needs to be involved. Perfect. I love it so much. Thank you, sir. Really appreciate it. Bill Federer, you can find his work at AmericanMinute.com. Uh, I really encourage everyone to go sign up for that daily historical um, piece that he sends out. It is terrific. And I was actually just flipping through Alex's book, Indoctrinating Our Children to Death. And there it is. Nice endorsement uh, from Mr. Bill Federer. This thing has 20 pages worth of endorsements, guys. Uh, it's, it's really uh, well acclaimed. So appreciate him, all the work that he does. Please go check out American Minute. Get any of his books. Uh, they are top-notch uh, historical uh, pieces uh, of just wisdom that will bless you, bless your family, bless your church. Guys, thank you so much for watching The Sentinel Report. I am Andrew Muller sitting in for Alex Newman. Alex will be back tomorrow, uh, back suited and booted and ready to go uh, to share the latest news, uh, worldview analysis, and uh, explanation of the times in which we live. Thank you so much for joining the Sentinel Report. Thank you, Mr. Federer, uh, for being with us, and we will see you all next time. God bless you all.